Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Well, well, well. A Thursday podcast, Straight Fire. And boy, I'm going to be breathing some serious fire today. The Clippers choked What a gag job by L.A. Oh, my goodness. Folks, right off the bat, I got to start with this. Also, reminder, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell all your friends the usual stuff that everybody says to get their podcast hyped. Almost two weeks in the books. But I got to go in on the Clippers from the jump here. First of all, there is a serious whiff of fraudulence in this bubble. Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks came in a dominant team, historically great in the regular season. They looked kind of eh. Eh, in that restart with the eight games, Giannis delivering the headbutt, okay? And then you go to the Lakers, who couldn't throw it in the ocean in the restart. Offense, pedestrian, they lose. They're opener to Portland. So you got the Bucks, the number one team. They gag away their first game to the Orlando Magic. Lakers, they lose to Portland. And now you have the Clippers, another team that was up and down in the restart, just never really had everybody together. Montrez Harrell was in and out of the lineup. In and out of the bubble, I'm sorry. Patrick Beverly in and out of the lineup. You've got load management fraud. Kawhi Leonard uh, always got to sit out, you know. And, and here they go. 
and they lose game two to the Mavs. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. Listen, Clippers are pretty lucky Porzingis got ejected in that first game. They That was a narrow escape for L.A. Obviously, you can't look back and say, oh, it should be uh, 2-0 Dallas. But Luka Doncic has been the best player on the court, period, in this series. Playoff Paul George. Oh, my gosh. Another total choke by Paul George. Where's playoff Pete? Hasn't been out of the first round since, I think it's 2014. Rob G., you can check me on that. Paul George showing up big. Four for 17. Zero points at halftime. I mean, listen, I'm a Paul George guy. You know that. I wanted him on the Lakers. I think he's a great number two. Again, this is a guy who lost in the first round in the West the last two years with Russell Westbrook. They got bounced by Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz. And then last year, of course, Dame waving bye-bye to Paul George. I got to be honest. I don't like what I see with the Clippers. And this is a number that should scare Clippers fans. Okay? This team had 16 assists in Game 2 against Dallas. And 15 turnovers. A lot of ISO basketball. That's what you get with Paul George. That's what you get with Kawhi Leonard. I know Kawhi put up some, ended up scoring 35 points, 13 or 14 from the line. Um, and he kind of brought them back there late in the fourth to make it somewhat close. But let's be honest. This Clippers team looks very disjointed. Montrez Harrell yelling at referees, 4 of 10 from the line. I have not been impressed with the Clippers. Okay, we talked yesterday. I was not overly impressed with the Laker guards, Anthony Davis, and the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I, I, I can't stress enough. Brian Windhorst was on earlier this week. Again, if you missed that podcast, you really got to check it out. He made some really valid points about the antiseptic level in the bubble. No home, no road. Like, ordinarily, okay, Dallas and the Clippers get a split. Dallas going home with momentum. I don't know what momentum means here. I, I don't know if it means something. I don't know if momentum means nothing. Um, you know, we'll see Thursday if Portland can carry over that momentum. If the Orlando Magic can... No, I can't even say that with a straight face. We know that Orlando cannot carry that momentum. But I, I, I just don't understand what it means that now Dallas has a split. I guess what you can do is look at how both teams performed. And I, I got to be honest with you. I think Dallas has largely outplayed the Clippers through eight quarters. With the exception of that first quarter of game one. You know, listen, Luka Doncic's playoff debut. Porzingis' playoff debut. And, and all of a sudden, you know, this series is kind of flipped on its head. 1-1, uh, Dallas will go into game three. A couple other things I took note of here. A lot of hype. For Rob Palinka, the Lakers GM. Oh, he put together a great team. All the right pieces. Look at the Lakers. The number one seed in the West. Rob Palinka right now would kill for some of the shooters that the Mavericks have. I mean, you got Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a nice shooter. I mean, right now, I don't know. He would be one of the better role-playing shooters the Lakers have. Seth Curry, of course, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Clippers are running him off the line. And Seth Curry is so confident. He's hitting the mid-range. He's going to the rim. I love what I'm seeing from Seth Curry. Tim Hardaway Jr. Now I know it's easy. Jason, he's making $20 million. Okay, Luka's on his rookie deal. I get all that. But to put the right pieces around your star, to know and have the foresight that Luka Doncic is going to be a force to be reckoned with, okay, in the NBA. And, and I feel something like an idiot for last week saying, 
hey, let's slow our roll on Luca. We're putting too much pressure on this guy. He he he's 21. Like he hasn't won a playoff game. Like let's just chill on Luca and the Larry Bird stuff. Like I don't know. I gotta be honest with you. Rob G made a great point the other night that Luca controls a game like LeBron James. Luca makes everybody better. I mean, the the worship right now for Luca Doncic. Uh, listen to go back to one other thing. Winhorse said, he said. Dallas is clearing cap room to make a run at Giannis, as are the Raptors and a few other teams. Right now, Luka Doncic calling up Giannis, yo, you want to run with us? Now, you could argue that that kind of throws off the cadence of what the Mavs have, which is Luka pick and roll with anybody, and then somebody's open for three, but... I mean, I don't know. What Are you going to run a pick and roll with Luka and Giannis? That, that almost feels unfair. But you want to talk dynasty. Luka Doncic gets another piece. And listen, Porzingis is already a very nice player. He's a solid number two. This team really lacks a, a number three in my mind. Like, you get a Bradley Beal on this team. It's lights out. Game over for the West. Um, all right, Rob G, bring me back down to planet Earth. I just gushed for seven minutes on Luka Doncic and the greatness. We, we didn't even get to the other games yet, but I just want your quick thoughts. Am I going overboard on Luka Doncic? Absolutely not. Through the first two games, he's easily been the best player, and that's including Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Luka Doncic, and he, well, they say the record on the, on the broadcast, he has more points in the first two games of his playoff career than anybody in history. Oh, God. That, that doesn't just happen, especially with a guy like him who is also getting you double-digit assists. Luka Doncic is a problem, not just for the Clippers. For the next decade plus, Luka is a problem. And the Clippers better tighten their things up quickly because this supposed best two wing defenders in history <laughs> can't hold his jock strap right now through the first two games it's of the funny, series. It's funny you say the wing. I, they were set up to uh, take down like the Warriors, you know, the Kevin Durant and Curry or LeBron, you know, defending the wing. They they can't they can't stop Luca, and it looks so easy. I can't get over this. Watching him, he's like in slow motion. Doesn't look doesn't look like he's gonna overwhelm you with the speed, but the the control, the body contortions. This is a guy who played against grown men in the best league in Europe since he's I think sixteen or seventeen. So you get three years playing against men. It ain't no thing to go against playoff Paul George. And I don't want to hear Jay Patrick Beverly wasn't there. He's their lead dog. You know, like, get out of here with that, okay? Reggie Jackson filled in at point guard. He had one assist in 26 minutes. Um, all right, Rob G, let me put it to you like this. Bucks lose game one. Lakers lose game one. Clippers lose game two. Rank to me who you're most concerned about. One through three. Well, by default, you'd have to say the Lakers only because they're playing the best team, I think, of the three. And they're down one nothing. Right. But as far as I put this on Twitter, I said, and I totally believe this is not just the Laker fan of me coming out. I would be much more concerned about the Clippers' lack of chemistry than I am about the Lakers' shooting problems. Right. Because the Lakers, they've never been great shooters, but they also are not the worst shooters in NBA history, shooting 18% from three. And 5 of 27 on wide open threes, according to uh, one metric. The Clippers, this whole season, never developed any kind of cohesion. Either because guys were sitting out with load management or guys were hurt. 
or the additions of Reggie Jackson, which still, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, makes zero sense with this roster. The Clippers have to develop this chemistry on the fly. And it's going to take time, just like any team. It's going to take time to to let that cake bake. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Lakers only need one game for that those shots to go down before they start feeling good about themselves. Um, all right, real quick. We don't care that Toronto squeaked by Brooklyn. Toronto didn't cover the spread for what it's worth. But Celtics 128, Sixers 101. Listen, it was early on in the podcast. We talked about the clip uh, about the 76ers potentially having to break up Simmons and Embiid. And I thought, well, Ben Simmons is out. Maybe Embiid is like, you know, their North Star and they are all orbiting around him and everything looks great. They took a, I think it was like a 13-point lead in the first quarter against Boston. I said, oh, maybe there's something here. Maybe we got a 1-1 series. And folks, Tobias Harris, who got like a max deal, can't throw it in the ocean, 4 for 15 shooting. Meanwhile, Jason Tatum can't miss. Again, we try to pride ourselves on being early on this podcast. Is Jason Tatum a top 10 player? Well, Jason Tatum went for 33 points. Five rebounds, five assists. He was 8 of 12 from 3. He's unguardable. The Sixers have nobody who can guard him. He went off, and the Celtics just smothered the Sixers. There was an image of Joel Embiid going to the bench, and he buried his hands in his head. Folks, this was like the third quarter. He knew it was a wrap. And I don't know. I couldn't help but watch that and just think, you know, Brett Brown is toast. You really got to look at Elton Brand, I believe the GM, who put together a roster. How do you let Jimmy Butler walk and you go in all in on Al Horford, who, you know, in 23 minutes was a complete non-factor, doesn't fit at all next to Joel Embiid. And... I mean, I just, there's there's nothing I like about the Sixers team. I'm worried about Embiid's mindset. I mean, if you were to trade him, I guess you could get a haul from somebody desperate who needs a star. Listen, if Joel Embiid were playing in the 90s, he would be a top five player in the NBA. I mean, he was basically like uh, Olajuwon-like. And I know Olajuwon won, uh, you know, an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year, and Embiid has not sniffed an MVP or a Defensive Player of the Year uh, because he's always hurt. The talent level is there. But it just feels like in a modern NBA where wings dominate, Embiid is just not a guy you want to build around. I, 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 maybe I'm going in too much. He's a social media dynamo. He, he's a really good player. I mean, he, uh, not to take anything away from him, he had uh, 34 and 10. I bet his over, uh, if you saw my picks for Fox Sports, over 30, over like 28 and a half points. He had that middle of the third quarter. That was easy money. But Joel Embiid, I just don't think you can build around him. I don't know what the market's going to be for Joel Embiid. He's obviously going to be really ticked off if he has to go to, you know, nowhere USA and play on a middling lottery team. This is a guy who thinks very highly of himself, loves talking trash, tried to kick game to Rihanna. I don't know, Joel Embiid. It, it, it just feels like you're, a, you know, 20 years too late to the NBA. 20 years ago, he would have been a dominant force. Rob G., any, any thoughts on Embiid and breaking up the Sixers? Well, I texted you almost immediately after that game last night, and I asked you. I mean, we kind of agree that the process is looks like it's on its last legs. Of the two, Simmons and Embiid, I'm guessing by your last rant, I know where you're going to lean with this. Which guy are you keeping and which one gets you the better haul out of those two? 
Yeah, I'm a Ben Simmons guy. He, I think he's a top five defensive player. He can guard all five positions. I know he can't shoot, but I think there is a way you can play him in the Draymond Green role as point guard, and he can be just utterly dominant, and you surround him the way the Mavs have with shooters, and you, and you got an awesome team. Now, if you're the Sixers, maybe you try to trade Ben Simmons and get as big a haul as you can. You know, somebody offers you multiple first-round picks. Um, but then I, 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 it's just still clunky with Horford and Tobias Harris. I don't know. I, I personally don't think any trigger will be pulled on uh, on a deal for any of those two, but you, it's pretty clear now. You can't play them both, and this roster is really poorly built. Right, I agree. And so I actually... Just like you said, I think of the two, I'd rather have Simmons. And I think I actually do think that Simmons would also be the one who gets you the bigger haul. So that's kind of a catch-22. Yeah. But I was going through the NBA stand. I said, okay, well, if you're going to trade Joel Embiid, which place makes sense? Because it's either got to be a team that's desperate for star power or a team that already has a kind of 1B level star player next to him that they think they can make a dynamic duo. So here are the three teams I'm going to throw it at you real quick. I know we didn't plan for this, so hopefully yeah, I don't uh, hit you good. too hard. This is good. To the Phoenix Suns, the pair with Devin Ooh. Booker. Now you probably have to give up Kelly Oubre and you do that you in know, a heartbeat. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton and, and you know some of the just for salary stuff like that. Would you do that if you're Phoenix? Joel Embiid to Phoenix, huh? That's very interesting. Devin Booker and Joel Embiid in a pick and roll. Now Embiid fashions himself as a one. Booker, I think he kind of thinks of himself as a one. They could butt heads. That's interesting. I don't know. You'd have to be bailing on DeAndre Ayton a little bit early, but that's certainly fascinating. That's a that's a really interesting one. Okay. Okay. Number two, your New York Knicks. Oh gosh, they would do it in a heartbeat for you know whatever the number one pick that they get and and some of their guys. R.J. Just Barrett. to get that, yeah, to get the star power there in New York City. Oh, Joel Embiid. You know what? Joel Embiid would sign off on that in a heartbeat. Uh, the Knicks would be desperate. He would be their best player probably since prime Patrick Ewing. So with apologies to Carmelo Anthony and Jeremy Lin. Yes, I just said Jeremy Lin. Um, Amari Stoudemire was in there too. But yeah, the Knicks would love that. Now it's in the division. I mean, heck, it's two a two hour t- two hours away. You got to then face Embiid multiple times a year. Knicks don't have a lot, but you're right. They could have. They will have a lottery pick that's top ten for sure. They will have uh, R.J. Barrett. Um, yeah, that, that's Robinson. interesting. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, that, that's a that's a shot-blocking machine. He has no offensive skills other than rim running. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, those are two good ones, Rob G. This okay. is why you're a good producer, man. Here's the last one, and this is my favorite one because I think it actually makes sense for both teams. To Washington for Bradley Beal. Only because I don't think that Bradley Beal is going to want to stay in Washington. I think that they know that he's probably gone. They know that John Wall injury history knows he is what he is at this point. He's just a, a contract, you know, sitting there. If you can flip Bradley Beal for a control, at least a couple of years of Joel Embiid, and if you're the Sixers, you add that dynamic shooter to space the floor around Ben Simmons. I think that's one mm. that makes sense for both teams. So the Wizards would then be building around injured, oft injured John Wall, who I think has missed the last almost two seasons. I think like he slipped in the shower while recovering from an uh, like maybe it was a Achilles or something. Well, who hasn't done that? Yeah, yeah but he got hurt again in this like half the season. So so you're building around John Wall and Joel Embiid, but again like 
that's like uh, assuming they're healthy. That's a pretty pretty potent duo. I mean, John Wall, when in his prime, was like a top seven or eight point guard in the league. Um, now Bradley Beal and Ben Simmons, hello, oh my goodness, I would love that. Rob, Rob G, I got those are three pretty interesting offers. Um, Beal and Embiid salary wise probably matches up. That is two huge top twenty, yeah, top twenty players being dealt. Maybe two. That's probably two all NBA players getting swapped. I think the Sixers win that deal big time. Um, Washington, you know, they got Rui Hachimura, who's on my all name team for sure. But uh, very interesting stuff. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with the Sixers on this podcast. Uh, stick around. Obviously, best bet coming at the end. But coming up next, got a great interview with a Lakers beat writer. I've known her for a while. She covers the team. She's as plugged in as anyone. So we'll talk to her next. And remember, best bet coming up at the end. I've now lost two in a row thanks to the Nuggets getting their teeth kicked in by the Jazz. They let the Jazz have their best three-point shooting game or maybe of the season. So I got a rebound with that. But coming up next, Tanya Ganguly of the LA Times. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, I'd like to welcome in a special guest to Straight Fire. She's covered the Lakers for a while. She used to cover the NFL. I think I met her at the NFL Combine way back. Tanya Ganguly from the LA Times. Tanya, good morning. How are you? I'm good. It's afternoon here, though. So I've been, oh, okay. uh, I, although right. I haven't been awake for very long. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that game one was pretty wild. Uh, I just want to quickly recap. How long have you been at the LA Times and, and covering the NBA and the Lakers? I've been here four years. So I started in wow. August. I started in September of 2016. So I'm almost at my four year anniversary. I've, this is the first playoffs I've ever covered covering the Lakers. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I, I, I mean, I assume that, you know, Lakers were the number one seed for much of the season. They go in and drop number one. I think everything's probably changed a little bit, right? The dynamic, has it all shifted in that span of, you know, the 48-minute game one loss? I mean, I think that there were some concerns even going into that game because if you watched how the Lakers played during the um, the seeding games, they, they weren't very good. And I think that that was maybe some cause for concern. Um, and then, you know, I think there was this there was this thought that once the playoffs start, there's a switch that they can turn on. And we saw the Clippers do it the night before on Monday night. The Clippers turned on that switch and suddenly looked awesome. I mean, they had been they had looked pretty good during the seeding games too, but all of a sudden they just they looked great against the Mavericks. Um, and then, you know, you kind of expected that with the Lakers too, and it didn't really happen. They continued to play the same way really that they've been playing in the seeding games yeah i lebron it felt like he flipped the switch i think he 23 17 and 15 he was pretty great he didn't shoot it well but he got everybody involved or tried to i guess the big question heading into game two tonight is you know tanya can the starting backcourt do anything right i mean danny green was pretty awful i feel bad for the beating he took on social media kcp didn't make a shot and it seemed like Frank Vogel was a little uncertain of the rotations. I don't know. Do you foresee any big changes heading into game two tonight? I don't think you're going to see any starting lineup changes, uh, but we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking to Frank before the game um, to get more clarity on that. But, you know, we knew that the guards would be an issue um, coming into this, especially against this team. That's why this matchup was one that, people thought would give the Lakers a lot of trouble, right? It's Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, two of the better guards in the league. And then on the other side, you have really like, they've, they've had to sort of had a, have, they've had to sort of MacGyver their backcourt because Avery Bradley didn't come. And he was such an important part of what they did more defensively than offensively. But if you remember in March, as the Lakers, right before the hiatus happened, Avery Bradley had like a really good streak of mm-hmm. games shooting wise, and he had really been hitting a rhythm, and that was important for them. So 
now they've, you know, KCP is starting for Avery Bradley and he brings some of the things that Bradley brings, but he's, but it, it reduces their depth and it, it, uh, you know, they also were missing Rondo. Um, they've always been a little bit shallow at guard. LeBron has been their point guard the whole season, really. So you, you yeah, really the guard that. group, you know, Tanya, you're right. When you look at, they don't have without Avery Bradley a complete guard, right? Caruso's a really good defender, can't shoot it, and you saw the Blazers not respecting it. You know, KCP and Danny Green, I don't think anybody's afraid of them. And then you have the Dion Waiters question. I mean, I'll ask you, do you think we'll see more than one minute of Dion Waiters in Game 2? And and J.R. Smith didn't even play. He's a, he's a guy who's been known as a sniper in his career. Again, though, he doesn't play much defense. I, will those guys get worked into the rotation, you think? I think we'll see more of Dion. I don't know about Jr., but I think we will see more of Dion. Um, Vogel likes to keep the rotation to about 10 players. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just a, I think that, that that's a situation. That's a, that's a position that they've been trying to figure out how to bolster really all season long. Um, they're, they're really strong in the front court, but they, you know, they're, who's the, who their point guard is, who they can rely on at point guard. That's, it's, it's, I mean, it's been LeBron, like LeBron is their point guard and he's also a lot of other things for them. All right, I'm sure we're sounding, well, me specifically, sounding a little <laughs> pessimistic. Remember, the Lakers did lead in the fourth quarter by six. Uh, and yeah, they missed like 79 million three-pointers. I think they shot 15% from deep. That's probably not going to happen again against the 27th rated defense in the league. But let me ask specifically about the bigs, Tanya. When they play two big guys, because Anthony Davis seems to be afraid to play center for whatever reason, it just clogs the lane. They, they, I mean, if the Lakers play JaVale and Anthony Davis or two bigs, Whiteside's able to play, and he was like a factor around the rim. I think he blocked at least two shots from LeBron. Why does Anthony Davis hate playing the five so much, and do you think he will have to change here in the fourth quarter against the Blazers? Yeah, I, I don't—I mean, he doesn't— he, He's just, he's been very clear that he does doesn't like playing the five. I don't I, mean, I don't know exactly why. I think it probably has something to do with like you know what you're able to do there and kind of the beating that you take when you're in there. Um, but I don't think he's I don't think if that's what they need, I don't think he will be opposed to doing more of it. Um, you know, he's a guy that he's done a lot of things since he's been with the Lakers that have really showed that he's he wants to help and he wants to do what the team needs. Um, with his money, he gave up a trade kicker of $4 million that even though they didn't get Kawhi and he was like, no, it's fine because I wanted us to have enough money to sign the guys that we needed. So, you know, like he's, I think he will be willing to play. He will be willing to play center, even though he doesn't like it. Um, and they're probably going to need some of that uh, because yeah. they, um, yeah, like Whiteside was much better than I expected last night. And the, you know, Portland has already, they were, they already, they were at a disadvantage in the front court because they're facing LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but they had a big injury in Zach Collins who they didn't have last night. And the Lakers should have been able to exploit that. Yeah. Um, And again, I don't want to go overboard and look too much to the future. It is one game. The Lakers could win the next four for all we know, Tanya. But when you look at how this Lakers team could improve in the off season, I mean, there isn't much wiggle room financially for them to do a lot. And I don't know. I want to try to get into the mindset of the Lakers. Like, 
when after the game and you know before here game two are you able to read any of their social cues have they changed has the dynamic of the team I mean I don't know are you able to see them walking around in the bubble maybe just talk a little bit about you know what it's like this has never been done before in the playoffs usually you lose a playoff game you go back to your hotel you fly out of town after game two you're just going to your hotel room and like seeing the other team everywhere what's that aspect of this like I, I can't answer how they've been acting together because I haven't seen them um, yet. But uh, it is weird because there's really no – I mean, I, I feel this a lot too, and I think everyone who's in here does. You're always at work. You you live at work. And, I mean, from a media perspective, that means, like, you know, when you're when you're at an arena or you're at a, you know, a, a stadium or whatever, it is, a facility, wherever you're going – there's a, there's, you know, there's a certain way that you're treated when you're at work and then you get to leave and you get to go home and you get to unwind and be with people that aren't affiliated with your work. And even if you're thinking about work, you're at least like in your own bed and you're with your pets and you're, you know, like whatever it is, you're with your kids. I, I guess, you know, I, I guess that's important too. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. but, uh, but you know, like they, they now they there's no escape not only is there no escape i mean for for the lakers this isn't an issue but like as they get farther along it's like they're going to be in the finals and they're going to well i mean i know that's way getting ahead of myself now but if they're if they're playing the clippers let's say let's say they get to the conference finals like we're all expecting and they're playing the clippers they share a hotel with them they're going to see them at at breakfast they're going to see them walking down the walking down the bridge to the restaurant that they all go to in the middle of the lake. Um, I think that's, you know, I, I think that that's going to cause a really interesting dynamic because yeah. they've never, they've no one's ever experienced that before. So you brought up a good point that you're always at work. Um, I'm curious, like how you've been in the bubble now for at least a, maybe a month, I, I think, or close to it, but how, how are you handling always being at work or do you, ha- are you good at like flipping the off switch and being like, yo, I'm done with work for the day, putting my phone away and all that. Are you able to, you know, disconnect at all? No, no. I mean, you really, it's, it's almost impossible. Like I've, I've tried, like I've gone swimming a few times, like as a workout and swimming is nice because you have to, you can't take your phone with you. So you're just completely disconnected and you, you know, it's a good workout too. But the thing is, as soon as you pop your head up, there's maybe somebody from NBA PR over here. There's maybe some, a referee over here. There's a, there's another reporter. There's, you know, like around the pool and like, these are all people that I like, but like, (laughs) I'm, I'm very conscious that I'm at work. Um, And, and you're also, the other thing about being in the bubble is you're watched so much. And that is, that is as a human as a human who is not used to being watched that much. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would compare it to, but you know, in, in our regular lives, like there are times where no one can see us. <laughs> there are yeah. times when like, we don't have to be monitored um, here in the bubble. Like, let's say I wake up, if I wake up and you know, the Lakers games are all so late. They start at they start at 9 PM local time. I'm not, ho- I'm not done working until two or three in the morning. Um, wow. And so when I wake up, I usually sleep in and often when I wake up, I've got a text message that says, you haven't, you haven't logged your symptoms yet. So I have to, I have to turn on my Bluetooth thermometer, open up the Bluetooth pulse oximeter and log my symptoms, tell the NBA what my temperature is and what my oxygen levels are. 
And then I have to go to a room and get my coronavirus test, um, which I do acknowledge is a luxury that lots of people don't have and that lots of people probably would would like to ha have access to. Um, but it is, you know, there is a feeling everywhere I go, there's security watching me, making sure that I'm not, go not going where I'm not supposed to or, you know, that, I, that my mask is up high enough or that like, you know, like it's that part of it is that part of it does is a little bit of a strain. Um, but but, you know, the work part of it, like when I am actually at work, it's really fun because you're, you're in this building that not very many people get to be in. You're seeing this historic thing that um, not very many people can see up close. And um, I mean, the, it has been very competitive and the basketball is fun and I feel much more connected to basketball right now than I was to the whole league than I was before the hiatus because mm -hmm. just because like I can see every team like I can go to any you know I, I mean you have to ask permission but like I can pretty much go to anyone's game and you know see what's happening you know I the other day I came I, I went for a bike ride um, around the campus and I came back and dropped off my bike and there were a couple yesterday uh, two days ago there were a couple of refs sitting there watching the end of the Bucks magic game. And like, I, I just stopped and watched on their phone with them. Like that's a, it, that, that kind of thing. Like everybody's really excited about basketball and like seeing the games. And so that it is a, it is a fun atmosphere. I don't want to complain too much, but, but there is like a surveillance element that's, yeah. um, well, I want to back up to something you said. So you have to get tested every single day. I do. Yeah. Is it the long nose swab? No. Um, oh, okay. it's a, it's actually a, there's, there's a, there's two things that they have to do that one is they do a saliva swab. They like in the back of your throat. And then there's another one where they do a, a shallow nose swab. So they'll do both of those and put those two, those two Q-tips together and put it in a, put it in a little jar and shake it up and wow. uh, send it out for testing. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll wrap up here on this one. Um, what do you believe the Lakers absolutely have to do in Game 2 to make sure they win? Because you can't go down 0-2. I know you don't have to go back to Portland if you're the Lakers, but you don't want to fall down 0-2. Uh, the, the sky will be falling at that point. <laughs> I, I saw the tweets that the Lakers haven't won a playoff game in 3,000 days or something. Um, I mean, what, what do they need to do besides the obvious is, you know, make or miss league, make shots? It's, uh, yeah, the obvious is make shots, but as they keep saying, and they're right, like, that's not something, like, what do they change at this point to make that happen? Um, but what they can control is, I mean, they still had a chance of winning, as bad as they shot, they had a chance of winning that game, and there were some defensive breakdowns late in the game that uh, that helps the Trailblazers, and, you know, when you give those guys the way that they can shoot, when you give them that opportunity, they will take it and also feel really good about it. Um, I think momentum is real and Portland really has that right now, but, but that's, I mean, they're going to have to be perfect defensively if they, if, since, since you, unless they somehow find their shot again, which is possible, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I think that that's the answer. Uh -huh. I'm sure you mentally were ready to be there until the conference finals. It, listen, if the Lakers lose game two, Tanya, uh, I mean, I'm sure part of you, and I'm, I doubt you'll admit this, will be a little relieved that you'll be able to probably leave the bubble early. You well, know, my, 
my time in the bubble isn't connected to the Lakers. I'm going to leave oh, on September. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm leaving September 9th. So oh. because the league had these like set dates, they didn't allow for people to come and go from the bubble very freely. So I'm leaving on September 9th. So, you know, I, I, uh, that's going to be the middle of the second round. So we'll see. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, I guess that's pretty good then. <laughs> I mean, you've been there forever. All right, Tanya Gongul, you got to follow her stuff. She's great covering the Lakers, really smart individual. Used to live near me. Now I bet she misses her apartment in, uh, <laughs> in LA and all her family and friends. All right, Tanya, stay safe and enjoy the games. Thank you. You too. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. 
here's your best bet. One of my gambling adages is you never want to get too high, right? When you win, you get hot, you win a big parlay, because who doesn't love a fun parlay every now and then? And you never get too low when you lose, right? You try to stay even keel. Someone had given me an analogy like gambling is kind of like surfing, right? You're in the water the whole time. You have some big, scary waves, right, that lock you down. And sometimes you're just hanging out and waiting and you're treading water and you just never want to get too high or too low. And I've now lost two in a row and I'm a little ticked off uh, because two of them were bad. I got a lot of heat from my friends for taking the bucks. Double-digit favorite, idiotic. Um, I've got two for you Thursday. I I feel good about these. I'm not ready to go to the props. Uh, I do kind of fashion myself as the prop bet king because I'm very good on prop bets. That's neither here nor there. I got two for you I really like. The Miami Heat favored by four and a half against Indiana. Victor Oladipo went down in game one with a knee injury. I personally am surprised this line's that low. We don't know how healthy Oladipo will be. He may decide to keep himself out. Remember, he came into the bubble hurt. Why force it, Oladipo? You've had some injuries. Pack it in for the year, buddy. Just sit this one out. I like the heat in this one. I like the heat a lot in this series. So I got the Miami Heat favored by four and a half against Indiana. But if I'm giving out my, this feels like as much of a lock as possible. After the Lakers lost game one, okay, If you guys have seen the movie Troy, really underrated movie, Brad Pitt is Achilles and he is a fighting machine. There is a scene where they are storming the beaches and Brad Pitt's on the boat and he's with his little group and he stands up to make a speech. Myrmidons! I would rather battle with you than anyone. And he goes, remember who we are. We are lions! And it's just this awesome speech. Go look it up on YouTube. It's like 30 seconds. And I can see LeBron James, okay, having a speech for the Lakers. Guys, (laughs) I don't do 0-2 in the first round, okay? Danny Green, make some shots. KCP, we're going with the quick hook. J.R. Smith, are you ready? Deion Waiters, are you ready? Anthony Davis, stop with this fadeaway nonsense. And if I don't see, like, listen, the Lakers have been lethargic in the first quarter throughout the bubble. If they come out lethargic, hey man, I I don't I'm throwing my hands up and I will I will eat it. But I am all over the Lakers. I got six. It's now six and a half. I'm taking them at six and a half. I would either even entertain it at seven. Folks, the Lakers have the third best defense in the league, held Portland to 100 and lost. As Rob G told me, the Lakers were like five for 31 on threes. They had a lot of open looks. They just didn't make them. Portland don't play defense. This is Lakers. I, I don't want to say steamroll and jinx it, and maybe Dane comes out and goes nuts and has fitty. But I love the Lakers to cover against Portland. I like Miami to cover against Indy, and I know these are two favorites, and it's chalky, and I'm fired up. I'm sweating in this 80-degree heat in Los Angeles with no air conditioning, and I'm taking these two to the bank and cashing them later tonight. Folks, remember, subscribe, rate, and review. I'm out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.